84. And it is the, uh, it's the paragraph starts with this thought brings us to step 10. So on page, page 84 of the big book, this thought brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When they crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerance of others is our code. That's that. That's that. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. This is step 10. And uh, what it says right before that, this thought, uh, are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They always will materialize if we work for them. All right, so this thought brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past, which is step nine, obviously. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. Continue to uh, watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When they crop up, we ask God at once to remove them, which is why that's really step six and seven, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We discuss them with somebody immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerance of others is our code. Okay. So, when I came in uh, to AA, four through nine, the working steps, I didn't know six and seven were going to be the most worked of the working steps, but it, that's what's happened. Uh, step 10 was to, to continue to take inventory, to keep an eye on what had defeated me, which is the self in all of its manifestations and a lot of its manifestations are brought to us through the thoughts so uh noticing the thoughts and uh and if those thoughts had compelled an action be willing to make an amend and clean it up and stuff like that and i got in the habit of doing a step 10 for a few years really and then uh some way i started to grow out of that because uh something had changed. I feel most of my program before I got, you know, if you go to six and seven a lot, you're not going to go through eight and nine anymore. 
because you're not going to have an amends to be made, yeah? And when you do have an amend to be made, it's going to be an unusual occurrence. It's not going to be a, a daily activity, yeah? Because that which compels us to take an action will have been neutered or neutralized by surrendering it over to the care of something else and letting that reconfigure that energy, yeah? So I feel six and seven really... Uh, weakens the need to do eight and nine as you go along, which is far out, I feel. So, and then I started to see that certain conditions get produced and something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. And then if you keep looking, you're gonna make up shit to find, I feel. So I found a lot of people, I believe, obsession with self demonstrates itself in over using the uh the steps so to speak i mean i've worked with people where i had to tell them stop taking inventory because it was a form of obsession with self they were so important they were going over every little moment of their day and to me it was unnecessary they had already been established in a new condition enjoy that and then that new condition has its own rules yes and things that were very important before may not be that important then yeah and you have to sort of go with the flow i mean there's a lot of seasons in 35 years of recovery you go through a lot of different conditions and stuff and you're being directed through them all yeah and so sometimes yeah you had you had to use a tool and then you may not have to use that tool as much and it's nice to know the difference yeah because that tool could be used by the head to reinforce the dilemma or the problem not to relieve it yeah so i uh if i feel a twang inside of me and uh about some kind of uh activity I had with someone, I make the amends and then that's that. I share it with, let's say the lady I used to live with, she had more time than me. I tell her about it and I do it exactly like we did in the book, but it's quite un it's quite infrequent now, which to me is success, yeah? I wanna outgrow conditions. I don't wanna have to manage them the rest of my life. I wanna outgrow the conditions that needed to be managed at a certain point. They don't need to be managed now. Hallelujah. Like a, a true free range alcoholic. Yes. It's just, I sort of, I think it's, uh, growth doesn't always have to be uh, assisted. Yes. Growth will grow on its own once the ball starts rolling. And I feel like we always have the warning in AA that, you know, the, problem progresses i think recovery progresses i think recovery gets its own momentum and basically it takes you to places and it tells you what you need in those places it's sort of like if i keep flying into alaska i'm going to need you know hiking boots and a lot of shit if i'm starting to fly to hawaii what i needed in alaska is not needed in hawaii yeah so i feel the conditions of my life are not uh That which I hope to get established in has been has occurred. Yeah, the problem doesn't exist for me today, pretty much. 
And if some of, and some of its effects crop up, I have the ways to deal with it. Thank God, most of the day, I don't come out of the day with a lot of resentment and anxiety. <laughs> I just don't have it. Yeah, to me, I think I just had to talk to the clinic. Yeah, uh, because the clinic, they want to see you, the medical clinic. And to get referrals or to keep getting, let's say I have blood pressure meds, you have to have it referred every year and they want you to come in. And so I don't want to do that. And so I haven't come in for three years and I talked to the doctor today. I said, don't you see I'm a success? I'm not coming into the clinic. Yeah, you know what I mean? You should be happy. <laughs> Just give me the referrals and let it keep on going. And she, she basically asked me, I said, no, I'd rather not come in, tell you the truth. Yeah, I'm feeling good. And <laughs> she didn't know what to say. And she, okay, goodbye. And then she gave me all the referrals. Yes, yeah, far out. She hasn't seen me physically for three years. I think that's great. Yeah, so this is the point in a certain way. Uh, yeah, yeah, so... The funny thing is, I had a girlfriend that I was with when we were young in AA. And uh, at 20 years, she started to go back out. And I remember she saw me at a meeting at, while she was going into this in and out. And she made a joke about, she used to think it was, it was ridiculous I was doing inventories every night. And she wasn't, but there I was still sober and she was getting loaded again. So she saw the value in it. Yeah, but I don't do it now. I don't. I did it for a few years in the beginning, but now I don't feel like I need to do it. So, yeah, if something comes up, I'm in the habit of, of uh, yeah, making the amends and then forgetting about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really out to burn down the city, you know, or rape and pillage people or shit like that. I don't really, I don't have much interest in getting over on anyone. It doesn't, doesn't matter to me at the moment. So, but thanks, Kathleen. Yeah, if you're new, yeah, if you're new, there's certain things. If you're not new, they may not be as important as if when they were new. Yeah, it's just that simple in my experience, so. And remember, these people only had four years. The most of they had was four years who wrote the book. Some people here have 40 years. Yeah, yeah. And as it says, something is going to constantly reveal to us more stuff. And people who come after us are going to add on to it and maybe subtract some shit from it. Yeah, so there you go. Thanks. Thank you. You ready for hands, Paul? I'm ready for a virtual hand, yes. You can have a virtual hand um, for more. Uh, anybody wants to raise their virtual hand, you can do that in the under the Bruce reactions and, uh, tab. Bruce and Sally. Yes, we do. Hand. I just wanted to. I just wanted to make the little announcement. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yes, Bruce, come in. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. Good morning. I don't know, get, a, get these spikes, you know, I don't intend to share. That's the eye not intending to share. <laughs> Come on. And then I get the, those adrenaline spikes. Um, just a, a, a kind of a question. 
I think step 12, having had a spiritual awakening and then looking up um, how they define the, their usage of, you know, that term spiritual awakening, my recollection, you know, paraphrasing something like having a sufficient amount of tools to cope with reality. I don't know, if, you know, if you could expand on that a little bit, please. Well, I feel humbly, the spiritual condition is already there. It's really, you're becoming aware of it more and more or aware as it more and more is the diminishing of the mental condition where the problem resides. So there's a loss of interest in self and self is a product of the mental condition, believe it or not, it is. And there's a loss of interest in self and therefore, uh, things that were always available seemingly become available, right? The unsuspected in the resource is now assured and, had, and there's faith in it, yeah? But the inner resource was always there. It was just unsuspected because we were up the ass of self, so to speak, yeah? So there's been obviously the obsession with self is a overloading of attention and interest in the mental processes, yeah? You're thinking about you all the fucking time and whatever. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's just way out of balance. Yes. It's sort of like, uh, you know, a thin, like stick figure with a giant granite head. <laughs> all the weight is up here going from yesterday to tomorrow. <laughs> just uh, So when that changes, things that are already available seemingly become available. Yeah, it's not like they just appeared. They have always been available, but they were that was unsuspected by us because we were up the ass of self. Yeah, so that obsession with the mental condition obviously makes the spirit's condition unknown, and therefore the head makes up a lot about what it thinks the spirit's condition is, which is maybe long hair with a loving gaze and blue eyes and monotone speaking and floats around the room and speaks very slowly. <laughs> this is all made up. This has nothing to do with spiritual condition. <laughs> I, love, I love what someone shared about a week ago, uh, something like, uh, who spun the web? <laughs> yeah, that inner resource perhaps as the spider <laughs> has spun this web. And yeah. then these things appear in the web, the head. Yeah. But see, there's no there's nothing that spun it. Because here, just look at some simple uh facts of this event. Can, can you call it a subjective experience? I can, but yes, it's not, it's not. But <laughs> you give meaning to everything. Yeah. Yes. So basically, for you to give meaning to everything, that thing does not have any meaning in and of itself. If if this was a real place, that thing's meaning would override you giving it the meaning it has. But in fact, that's not the case. Yeah, because this is the emptiness of Buddhism. Everything that's appearing is empty of a reality we give it the meaning it has. So we have this experience quite a lot in our community 
where people have given an event the meaning it was the worst thing that ever happened to them. Yeah, they got pulled over that night and all this shit happened. And maybe they've had this idea of the worst thing for years. And there's been almost like a religion has been built around this worst thing. And it's given you excuses for all your other failures and shit like that. And then you come into AA and AA changes the action figure. And after a few months, you realize, hey, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because it ended, I ended up in AA. What the fuck was it? Was it the worst thing? And now the best thing, and it went through some incredible transformation, or you gave it all the meaning it has from where you were seeing it from. When you were seeing it from drinking and using, it seemed like a huge impediment to your drinking and using, getting pulled over. So it was the worst thing that ever happened to you. Now that you realize that drinking and using was killing you, that cop pulling you over is now the best thing that happened to you. It had no meaning other than what we gave it. This is not a unique phenomenon. This is what's happening all day. Yes? Yes. And when yes, you started- there you go. So this idea of Paul is a hard one to shape. So anytime anything is presented, who is it that's doing it? This is from the self-centered point of view. There's just doing of stuff. There does for stuff to be doing, there doesn't meet, need to have someone doing it. This is the dilemma of self-centeredness. It can't see anything other than the way it sees everything. Yeah. So if there's doing, there's gotta be a doer. Has to be. This is just a faulty mental logic completely. Yeah. So everyone goes, well, if this effect is occurring, something must have produced it. Who says that? <laughs> this whole place could just be verbing with no beginning or end, no one who set it off, no one's going to stop it. It's just going on as long as we're on, yeah? It seems funny, when you go to sleep at night, the world seems to end. And then when you wake up, it starts again. You seem to be a big player here. Yeah? This is just simple. You give meaning to things, yeah? Like to a point where things don't give meaning to you unless you give them the meaning to be able to do that, truly. So, wow, could you imagine how much power? We make mountains out of molehills, yes or no? Yes. The head make mountains out of molehills. Does the head produce an effect now thinking about a week from now, which is not happening right now, is it? No. So how can next week affect you now? It can't. Thinking about next week can affect you now because you're doing the thinking right now. You're not doing it. The thinking is doing you, really. The thinking about next week, is the thinking is happening now. Next week ain't, yeah? And it's not faith in the next week. It's faith in the thoughts. And how you, there's so much faith in the thoughts, you call them yours all day. So those, my thoughts can produce an effect from next week and lay it on you right now. That is a powerful move, yeah? Most of us, we're calling shit fear. That isn't fear, it's mental anxiety. It plays on the fear that's latently there and makes up perceived threats that aren't happening right now. So we're getting electrocuted 
we're living as if we're in the, the prehistoric days and we're fighting Tyrannosaurus Rexes and all this shit. We should be, some of us at least, should be on the living stage, not the survival stage. Yeah, we should be living yeah. with the spirit that we've been taking care of for 35 freaking years. Why would you think you're going to get dropped today? Yeah, something has done for me what I could not do for myself and has been doing a lot that I could not do for myself for 35 years. Yeah. Oh, suddenly, oh, that, that the contract has expired. It's all right. All the shit's going to hit the fan. Come on, really. What's that but, but, but that which is playing God? The faith is in that thought system that's telling you, no matter how much evidence you have that you've been taking care of, you're not going to be taken care of. That's faith in the falsehood, yeah? We are a power. We are faith, really. And where we're directed, we're going to give meaning to. Self-centeredness directs us to a lot of the same fucking things. And what grew in our self-centeredness is what we've suffered from, alcoholism and addiction. And we can reach each other because we've lived under the same tyranny. Let's just tell the truth, it's not us, yes? Yeah, so this is a magic trick, a lot. The head is making up a lot of shit, yeah? It's presenting false evidence to false evidence. You're signing your own defeat all day by complying with its insane fucking ideas. Yes. But we don't know any better. We believe that this thing should be leading us as a good GPS would. And when it keeps failing us, we think if we could only manage better, it will work out. No, it's not going to work out. It's working out perfectly for its agenda. It is. It, it loves drama. It loves fucking up. Yeah. It gets to be a, a loser and a fuck up. It loves it. Yeah. This is what happens. Some people come in AA and their idea of being right is that they're always going to be wrong. Yeah. And so their head, it's unbearable. Life's getting better. They've been sober three months. Things are working out really well. The pressure is going to blow, yeah? And then they go back out so that they can prove once again how wrong they are and be right about it. Yes, it's freaking insane. So I don't know. I lost the, the, the well, uh, thread a, there. A, a, little, a little example. I mean, you started off by saying, well, give it a moment. Um, let's give it some, we give it some time. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I had a, a delivery. I'll try to make it real brief. I had a delivery of a refrigerator, and there was—I was lucky. There's a 24-hour span where you got to make a decision, et cetera, et cetera. And the head goes—you know—goes off. Everything, you know, like it used to. Yet there was kind of like a knowing, um, like you were saying, uh, what seems to be the worst thing will might will turn out to be the best thing. Um, and seeing the thoughts and all that mental activity going on as not me, and I was able to fall asleep, you know, into a deep sleep and rest. Um, but I knew there was that 24 hour anyway, whether I would go there in person, whether it doesn't serve me, I don't care about the money, I don't need this shit at all. Goodbye, anyway. The point being, 
the fact of the matter is I won't know what's going to happen until the time comes, you know? Yeah. So I woke up and there it is. And I still, I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? And that was, it was weird. And I just found myself going there and, you know, shaking like hell and things transpired and it turned out to be the best thing, you know, but meanwhile, but without that 24 hour, you know, <laughs> I knew it would be over in 24 hours either way. Yes. I had it with when I was earlier on in AA, I started to sincerely take this position of relying on something greater than myself. And I finally feeling I needed to be responsible. I went to get an AIDS test. Yeah. Because back then this is 1988 AIDS was starting to really erupt. And I was an intravenous user for many, many years. And I shared needles with people. Yes. So all the while when I was out there, I just avoided that responsibility completely. And then I got an AA and things started to happen. And I felt I got to find out. It's not about me. It's about other people who I may meet. So I had to go. I went in to get and I got the test. And then you had to wait three weeks for it. Three weeks to get the report. <laughs> I'll tell you, I traveled lighter through three weeks than I could have imagined. Because I had faith, yeah, yeah. whatever the result was going to be, I was in good hands finally to deal with life. So, and this just built on, I had more and more demonstrations in my life that perhaps there's a better way completely. I, I underlined them. I honored them. I put attention on them because the head loves to forget a miracle in a half hour and get into a fucking... <laughs> Siemens flight of 30 years. So I had to put its, you know, I had to put its attention on the miracle. So it would start getting used to be responding to the miracles of life instead of the fucking story of it. Yeah. And so a lot of what I, a lot of the incorrections were corrected. You know, I learned I could face like success successfully. I ended up not having the AIDS. Yeah. But this happened over and over again, over and over again. And I just, I was on the winning side. I just stayed with it, didn't drink, didn't use, just kept doing it. And then, um, you know, there's a lot of time you went to enter long patches of tranquility. <laughs> yes. And you lost interest in the, in the uh, boredom that looks exciting and you're just chilled. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you, know, you just lose interest in the head like someone we talked about earlier to me the true spiritual awakening coincides with the losing interest in self yeah self is not what awakes <laughs> self does not have the awakening you lose interest in self and that's the spirit awakening in your life so to speak it's not like it hasn't been here but it hasn't been that influential yeah. And there's no one losing interest. <laughs> no, there's no one losing interest. There's no one gaining interest. To live a life un unowned is the greatest living of life. Yeah. Yeah. To live okay. a life, you call it your life. Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> want to have a photo, photo album of Paul from every phase. I'd much rather have a natural scenic pictures of fucking you know 
waterfalls and shit. Yeah, that's the, that's the deep sleep. Occasionally, uh, you know, I get to go through uh, Craig's corner, so that part of it is good. Yeah, All Craig's right. let, there's Craig someone not. else. There's someone else waiting. So I want to cut you off. Yeah, I just want to let someone else in. You can leave like you came in here with nothing, and have uh, the fourth like all. Yeah. Nothing is nothing is great. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is nothing, nothing to take care of. <laughs> and it changes the meaning of everything in a way. Nothing is to take care of, you know. Rather than there's nothing to take care of. It just everything switches. You know what? You see my left hand raising in the picture when I'm actually raising my right hand. But if I was looking in the mirror, I would know that, you know. <laughs> But if you raise your right hand, I see it on your left, but I know it's your right. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I'm just getting crazy here. Thanks, everyone. Sorry to take up the time. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. Bruce. You don't have to apologize. Sally's next, Paul. Yes, Sally. Hello. Hi. Um. This is totally embarrassing, and I didn't know whether I would admit to it, but I have this um, like jealousy, right, in a family that's gone on all my life, and it's getting better. And I think, yeah, I know I'm not a person. I know she's not a person. I know all this stuff, and then I still got it. And then I thought, okay, so I need to make amends. But if you make amends to somebody by saying, uh, did you know I've been jealous of you all my life? That's going to be ridiculous. Because maybe she doesn't know. And then I thought, okay, uh, pray. Uh, someone else said, okay, you pray for them. I thought that's a good idea. I didn't do it yet, though. But um, it's so stuck. Right. And and you've just answered it. Like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that uh, it's not real. It's ridiculous. And admit it to yourself and then uh, and then you'll be a living amends to your daughter, your sister. Yes. How did you know it was my sister? I think you said it. So there you oh, go. Did I? Somebody. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, this is a living amends thing. So you would say to yourself. Yes. Uh, you know, the feeling that you've been jealous of her all this time. She probably hasn't felt it that much that you're jealous of her. She's probably so. feeling that she's jealous of you, probably. Who knows? So you you tell the truth about that and then make a living amends. Yeah. Yeah. Which is living differently than than the one who's carrying all the jealousy. That's all. Yeah, I don't think that needs to be shared with her. That's an observation in you. I don't think, unless you, you know, <laughs> kill her, <laughs> her boyfriends or something. I don't know, some weird shit. Mm -mm. I don't know if you have to make amends to someone. I've been jealous of you. Yeah, it yeah. Be amend, it would be maybe a revelation. I don't think it's, you know. No, it's not right. I just thought, okay. I have to make an amends. I liked you all these years. Uh, no, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous, right? So, no, it isn't because you can see you're not the one who's been jealous all these years. It's the head. The head is a very small, jealous, insecure, uh, parasitical movement. <laughs> it is. 
Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like the story of that snake and the lady saves the snake and feeds it with a little eyedropper and gets a little down comforter for it. And then it's getting a little better and she's walking around with it and suddenly the snake bites her and she goes, Mr. Snake, why did you bite me? I've been so good to you. He says, hey, I'm a snake. You know, it's just the way it goes. Yes. <laughs> Are you going to stop being jealous or can you admit you're not the one who's jealous? You tell the truth about the jealousy and you see you may not be the one who's jealous. The biggest problem is when you, as the one who is jealous, now wants to be the one who's not jealous. That's you're stuck on you're stuck on self both both places. Yes. That's so, exactly, yeah. I recognize there's been jealousy. Wow, that's cool. Bring it to step six and seven. Yeah. And now if I have a lot of reaction or contact with that person, I attempt to act differently. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. The idea that I've been jealous and I don't, I, I've got to not be jealous. No, you never were the one who was jealous. Yeah. It's just selfing galore. Don't you see it? Yeah. I knew you'd have a, I knew it. Yeah. I, this, I've been lost in this for, yeah. Cause I've, I've done lots of spirituality. I'm doing 12 steps. Now I should not be jealous. And I thought I just had to zoom and I'm still jealous. So you exactly. Oh, well, you yeah. see, I should not be jealous is, is, the thing that was jealous is saying it should not be jealous. Yeah, it's just sure. a way of playing ping pong with itself. Yeah. All right. I'm jealous. I'm going to try not to be jealous. You're going to fail. You'll be jealous again. And then the bondage just continues. <laughs> it's just, it's no, why not admit the jealousy and see you're not the one who's jealous? End of story. Yeah, that's simple. Yes. There's not a denial of the jealousy. There's an admitting of the jealousy. There's a negation of the, you're the one who's been jealous. You haven't been, yeah? You have not been jealous. There has been jealousy. Where the hell does it become yours? Yeah, just like resentment. I was resentful, ergo my resentment. No, that's a fucking failed logic. I was resentful. Yeah. Let me write about that resentment and see it as a manifestation of self, not mine in my life. Yeah. That to me is clearer. You see the claiming? The resentment is claimed as my resentment. Now that resentment can live for 50 fucking years, living off of you. Yeah. This to me isn't a solution. The solution doesn't look like a solution when it takes this appearance. Jealousy, I've been jealous. I have to stop being jealous, yeah? The one that was jealous is gonna be the one that stops being jealous? I don't think so, yeah? I think there's something failed in there. I do. I think it sticks out like a huge fucking thumb in a way. Yeah. As Einstein said, you don't go to the system that produced a problem for a solution. Yeah. So that which is the one who is jealous is not going to be unjealous. 
<laughs> you lose interest in the one that was jealous. And I bet you, you'll lose interest in jealousy. I swear to God, you will. Yeah. Yeah. You'll outgrow it. It doesn't say you're going to vanquish it. You outgrow it. Yeah. This is the point. Read the big book. It uses the term. Uh, here's a, I've got a, a giant bumper has been delivered to my house. <laughs> uh, I got a chrome bumper for the 50 Chevy. Now I know what I'm going to do after the meeting. 14 pounds. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Now, Enjoy. Enjoy the Now, bumper. did I see a delivery? Or was there seeing a delivery? Truly, the act, the verb of living was seeing a delivery. Yeah. Why does the noun constantly have to be pointed at? Yes, I saw the delivery. Yeah. Just see it. It's just the, it's the difference between verb and noun is huge, huge. Everything is verbing and the head puts a noun in it all. It can't stand the idea that doing can just happen. There's got to be a doer. It can't stand the idea of seeing is just occurring. There's got to be a seer. It can't stand that there's hearing without a hearer. Yeah. It can't leave a verb alone. It does. And it tries to insert a noun somewhere, usually before the verb. So now you think you're doing a lot of shit you've never done. <laughs> <laughs> self looks at life in a jealous manner you probably look at life quite innocently as what you truly are really seriously stop calling its views your views seriously when is it going to happen if you don't if you keep chanting the trance you're not going to probably wake up from it you've got to see it See what the head's doing. The head is claiming a verb to imply a noun at all fucking time. Yeah. And then the, the emphasis isn't on the living. It's on the interpretation of the living, which is crowned as you. So now life is not happening. It's happening to you. And you've got a lot of fucking opinions about what's happening to you. Yeah. The noun isn't the solution. It's seeing you're not the noun is the solution. Yeah. So I use the term self because of AA. How I see it is selfing. The mental state is selfing all day, which is it's talking as if you already are something. It's assuming, insinuating, implying it all day. And without any understanding, you're probably going to follow it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it seemed to have come with the action figure. It seems to have been talking in you. It must be of you or as you. Yeah, but no, it's like a foreign element. Yeah, and how it got really for some of us, the mutation of self-centeredness with addiction or alcoholism sometimes overplays its hand. You can see it finally. You may not see the selfing just on the regular selfing, but if it's fueled as an addiction, you may see it. You may see the exact nature of the wrong, which is 
identification as self. And once you do, after the drinking and the using, you see you're really down to the, to the causes and conditions. Yeah. And you're watching the problem resides in the head and that's where you're seeing it. It's talking to you as you through the thought system. Yeah. Yeah. And if you weaponize it with the word my, those thoughts can ruin your day. A thought will not ruin your day. Your thought can ruin your day. A thought that's held as yours can ruin your day. A thought cannot ruin your day. Where does the power come from? The thought? No, the power comes from us. Yeah? The my is the transfer of power to the thought. The thought does not transfer power to us. Power is trust is taken from us and put into the thought through this bridge of my. Yeah? You must have had the experience that a lot of people seem to have your thoughts at AA meetings. Maybe that is because they're not your thoughts. I mean, it's one of the greatest examples I had when I came in AA. I was in a thick shell of terminal uniqueness. And after listening to people share their thoughts, feelings, and what they had done in their life, it sure sounded like what I had done, my thoughts and my feelings, and a new possibility arose. Hey, maybe they're not mine. Yeah. And then I started seeing a big chunk of the thought stream as alcoholic, and that gave me some space from it. Yes. And then I met other methodologies that said all thoughts are not yours. And so that not being mine got bigger and more thoughts were included. And in ratio to that, there was relief from that bondage to the thoughts, to being the thinker. Yeah. And then life started, I started traveling lighter. Yeah. Thoughts do not ruin your day. Your thoughts do. Yeah, they do. You could have a thought right now destroying you. I could listen to it. Be, I could be sitting right next to you an inch away. It won't be affecting me. I'll feel sorry or empathy. But that same thought appearing in this head and called mine could have the ability to ruin my day. They're not. Yes, you are it, babe. The attention and interest that you represent is being vied for in this life from the head. Yeah. And there's perhaps there's a better way having the faith that you have in the head put into the higher power. Lose interest in self and allow that faith that's been in self to be put into the infinite and your life is going to look a whole lot different. Yeah. Yes. And I don't believe there has to be a lot of heavy lifting and shit like that and sacrifice. I don't. So. All right, Sally. Thank you. That's all right. Yes. Perfect. Thank you, Thanks, Sally. Oh, good. Great. Thank you. Uh, Paul Kaiser has his hand up next. Kaiser. Hey, Paul. Just a quick question. Um, when you were sharing with uh, Bruce, um, you said something that uh, I caught and I interpreted it. And I, I think I have a pretty good interpretation as to what you said and why you said it. 
but I'd rather put it back in, in, in your court uh, so you could describe it. Um, um, you had said that you lost interest in the boredom that looks exciting. Like when you were a little bit newer, you said something. I lost interest in, in the boredom that looked exciting. And, and that was pointing at something. So if you could clarify. Yes, because, you know, sometimes you just make up drama to feel alive. Yes. You're bitching about things that don't really have any consequence and you're making it like it's Armageddon or not. So in a sense, uh, some of those things, it's so fucking boring, really. It's like the same old, same old. It's like if someone has been doing a journal and like 25 years ago, it started out with, I'm afraid of, and then fill in the blank. And 25 years later, I'm afraid of. Isn't that fucking boring by that time? Really, isn't it? Yeah. Everything it starts with, I'm afraid of, you know, it just, <laughs> it seems exciting. It seems like all this shit's going on, but it's boring, really. Yeah. So yeah. the boredom that looks exciting and the excitement that, and then the excitement that looks boring. Yeah. To some people who are out there ripping and roaring, someone who can sit still at a meeting for an hour and enjoy peace of mind seems like the last fucking thing they'd like to do. Yeah. Because they see that excitement of stillness as boring. Their head does. And I'm so sick and tired of that false excitement. I see that as boring. Because <laughs> <laughs> they usually end up at the same place and they have a real zinger of a story. They hate AA and they inevitably have to come back to AA, which kills me. It's just unbelievable. It's like, it's just, they hate AA and then they drink and they have to come back. There's no other place to go. It's, oh, 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 oh. oh so yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with a boring day. Very thrilled <laughs> with it. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. That's great. Thanks. That was an old guy I used, to, I, I knew when I was younger. He said the uh, people are addicted to the, that boredom that looks exciting. Yeah, and I could see it, yeah, in my own thing. And then they have no interest in the excitement because it looks boring to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like peace of mind. Who wants that? <laughs> Being available to others, fuck that. I got more things to do. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah i don't know you know you got to admit life or has life as it is the action figure has a built-in spiritual uh life it's getting older <laughs> it's, it's just going to a lot of the 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 heated fires of emotion and shit are probably going to chill out. You're going to be, the surveillance car cameras can be lifted. You're not doing much anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yes. All right. Anyone else? That's all right, Kaiser. Yeah. Thank you, Kaiser. Yeah. That's what Kurt. I was implying from that statement. Kurt's up. Kurt.
Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. You know, thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. And Kathleen, thanks for stepping up. Um, I was having this conversation earlier with someone. And it's just a statement, but it, it's so so much down the line. In the big book, it says, our actor is self-centered. And I said to this person, I said, you know, the good news in that is you're not the actor. That's right. That's the good news. Yeah. I said, that's the good news. And I said, and that needs to land. That really needs, it really, really needs to land. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's so, it's so much what we talk about, like, you know, uh, an old friend of mine used to say, you're not writing inventory to find out who you are. You're trying to write inventory to find out what you're not. Well, for sure. Yes. Yeah. That's the spirit. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and like every time third column is a hurt, threatened, or interfered with, that's not you. That's right. It's self. That's not you. Yeah, it's self. Exactly. So I just appreciate your message, my friend. And, uh, and you know what, Kurt, that, and, uh, I, that statement that you said, if you go with after it's also, and it doesn't usually think so. so yeah, right. This is, uh, right. Yeah, so, and it usually does. Yeah. So the self-denial yeah. of self. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So this is just so you get more. You get more and get. It's sort of like stepping on flypaper and then putting your hand to push off. And then yes, self. As soon as you engage with self, it gets. It's gooey. Every, you touch everything. It's, it passes the gooiness on. So now it's self is denying its own nature. And you're yeah, taking, yeah. And you're claiming to be both aspects. Of it. That's insanity. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. You. This is Wonderful. the weird thing. You went through the bondage of self, and now you're going through <laughs> the freedom of self. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then you recognize. Wait a minute. The yeah. iron chain. The only difference was the quality of the metal. Now I have a gold chain, but I'm still bound. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Heads and tails are the same coin, huh? Exactly. So, oh, this is this yeah. is now that was my false self. I'm gonna find my authentic self. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't care. Yeah, right. Whatever works. If it works for you, right. Right. but I it didn't right. work for me. I didn't yeah. uh I didn't <laughs> I didn't I <laughs> You know, self wasn't going to become like a like a, a service animal. It just wasn't. It wasn't like a right. companion. It was just. It had a snake-like uh, nature that needed to be addressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your time, buddy. Oh, you're welcome, Kurt. And yeah, just keep spreading that news. You see, the emphasis is always about what we're not. Yeah, so that we yeah. can find out what we are. So tell the truth mm -hmm. about what you're not, and you'll find out the truth about what you are. Yeah, you yeah. can't find out the truth about what you are from what you're not. It doesn't work. So, yeah. so let's, and that's why six and seven become so useful because 
when you wake up and the dream uh, that night was a pattern that you've dreamt many times before and you see it's not of you, you bring it to six and seven. Yeah, and let it get reconfigured. There's a lot of gold in that that uh, frozen form the head has has your life in. To, it's sort of so much water that could be impacted by the verb, yeah? It could be flowing. And instead, it's like been frozen into these fucking uh, cubes, yeah? And so you can say, oh, yeah, I'm living, but are you really? Everything's frozen. And this is sort of like when that water is released, it does what it naturally does. It flows. It takes the easiest, softest way going. And I feel that's what happens with us. Yeah. Yeah. That it goes through that filter of the higher power. So the shit that's the shit that's accumulated in the water gets put into like manure and fertilizer and it'll be put to great use in helping others. And then the water gets clearer and then it pours through you. Yeah. So all through six and seven, if you if you're in new in AA, to me, the most worked working steps are six and seven after a while, because a lot gets revealed about what you're not. Literally. I mean, yeah. yeah. Instead of listening to the head reveal all of its takes on everyone else, you take a step back and you get the takes about the head. That's all. Stop being busy in other people's business. You see your own business and realize it's not your own business. And yeah. you surrender it. Yeah. 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 How do you think it hides itself? It takes inventories of others all day. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't want that light of investigation put on it. That's why a lot of people go out in the fourth step. Because mm-hmm. if you look at your role in things, you're going to see self's role in things. And it may be much larger than you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, used to, I used to say the best place for the devil to hide is in the church. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Dracula goes on the vampire hunts. That's what happens. You have a question to him. Oh, he's killing vampires. Oh, yeah. I hate vampires. I do anything to get rid of all the vampires. It's, no, it's not true. He's the uh, head honcho. So, yeah. Thanks, Bert. Yeah. yeah, thanks, buddy. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Kurt. Ruby Rose is up next. You want to unmute Ruby? Rose. Ruby Rose. She's at the faraway outpost of, of Wichita, Kansas. Report in, Ruby. All right. All right. I do have some reports. Um, there's a young kid in uh, my home group, and he it got through, and he is on fire, and he uh, sponsored. I mean, this guy is so fabulous, and uh, he has a lot of the configurations so we can speak freely, and I... You know, I'm, oh, I'm so stoked about this. It's he, and he's the sweetest thing, but he's meaner than hell, you know, and he carries on like I do. And, and the guys working with him just love him. And they just come in humming. I mean, it's like hogs heaven. 
one got through, like you said, you know, all the sperms, spiritual sperms. And then when it hits home, it's like, it's, he's pregnant with it. It's just fabulous. And then the other thing was, is every once in a while, something, you know, you hear it a, a bazillion times. I've got uh, a few years under my belt, but it's like every time I read in the big book, it's like, how did you not see that? Well, like you say, it doesn't want you to see that. But then I heard you uh, say the word again, terminal uniqueness. So uh, uh, a little while back, I, I thought, how do we not notice the word terminal in front of the uniqueness? So I'm uh, sitting in meetings and I'm watching and they'll, someone will say terminal uniqueness. And you can kind of see like the people glow from that. Like it's hearing that they're unique, but they're not hearing the terminal word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I call it, uh, my people and I'm like, listen to this. And they're like, oh my God. And I said, yeah, something's telling us right out in front of our faces that it's going to kill us with this. <laughs> and we're thinking it's cool. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yes. like getting a death sentence saying, oh wow. Yeah, I'm cool. Well, you did that with drugs. You're fucking yeah. smoke and overdosing <laughs> and you're thinking you're very cool. Yeah. The yeah. head's insane. The head, uh, <laughs> His, the head loves to be the head loves to talk to you as as if it's a the lemming but you're the one that jumps <laughs> off the cliff yeah <laughs> yeah there used to be this guy called Ramtha that this lady channeled and yes, I've heard of that. she channeled him <laughs> yes. and then she'd go out and do all this crazy shit and she ended up in jail and with all these charges and stuff right and i thought yeah. this is crazy and people were following her, right? Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's Probably this. If the, if the name like, was Steve, they wouldn't have followed, but Ron. No, no, Ronfa no, yeah, no. <laughs> but Steve, there it is. Fuck, I'm not following Steve, but Ronfa. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> she ended up in jail. Uh, Lost yeah, yeah. her kids, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. But that, I think, to me, when I saw that, I thought that's exactly what you just said about this disease. It just, oh, it's weird. Yes, it has. Uh, but again, if you, it's going to overplay its hand. It always does. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it will just, it'll step over a line and it'll try <laughs> to hide it very quickly. But it can be, that can be a very good rude awakening. You can really see it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not uh, AA doesn't have you straightjacketed to look at things in a, just this is the only way. Just read page sixty-four and see if it yeah. sounds like self is what is defeated us, and we're going to yeah. look at its common manifestations. And the next statement is resentment. So resentment is a common manifestation of self in our life. Okay, so something foreign to us is manifesting through us, and we're claiming to be the one that did all those manifestations. So this is the great correction in AA, to me, page 64. It's telling you, you're of the us, and self is foreign, yeah? And self is what has defeated us, yeah? Okay, let's take a look at that. And for me, it, 
it was the clincher, so to speak, when I saw self as foreign. I actually, mm -hmm. felt it, mm -hmm. and I've never not felt it since then. Yeah, it was something, it was, so the emperor was seen with no clothes. And now, even though it's got an incredible amount of wardrobe, I still see it with no clothes. Even as, when, when it comes into my head wearing its full regalia, yeah? And uh, that's what I believe. That, like in AA, they say you'll get established in the uh, spirit of the third step. And you can get established in this understanding. You can. Mm -hmm. And you won't be surrendering and not surrender. You'll be surrendered. There'll be a, a giving up of the ghost, so to speak. Mm -hmm. A little mm -hmm. bit of withholding will be, will be set free. And you'll be in the state of being convinced. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the head is great to keep you in that state because it's insane, really. You watch it. It's presenting a lot of false evidence to false evidence which is the idea that you are you is false evidence really yeah so mm -hmm. how are you going to discern what's true and false when you're not even discerning it where you're standing it's uh, it's point you know what i mean seriously yeah that 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 high definition eyeglasses you're putting on everything else should be turned on you really see if mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Ruby. Thanks for that report. And uh, yeah, it's just carry uh, on, Wichita. Well, it makes life worth living. Yeah, it does. You know, when you see someone crack out, you know, and they're just a sweetheart, and uh, something about earnestness is just precious. Yeah, they're willing. just precious. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, so, it reminds us it hasn't gone anywhere. It's, it's right, right. So, yeah yeah all right ruby we'll send some supplies to you soon right, well we good no i got more than <laughs> enough to juggle <laughs> all right thank you you're welcome right, we have any other questions kathleen or no no more questions no more hands raised today paul oh good hey listen i want to i told kathleen but we're coming back east pretty sure I'm trying to say this more so I'll actually buy the ticket I need to buy, but we're supposed to be, we're committed to be uh, June 11th to June 18th. We're going to be back East. And I think we have talks Monday and Tuesday, and we're waiting to do Wednesday and Thursday. And then we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, we'll post it all on the website and we'll keep talking about it here. And uh, if anyone has a, a luxurious home, with incredible sauna and hot tub, please have us talk for us and I'll show up. It doesn't matter if we have a talk or not, I'll stay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna say goodbye to everyone. Ruby, thank you as always. Yeah, Harry, my man, hold up Hawaii for us, yes. Kathleen, nice to see you, honey. Get that mobile, uh, yeah, whatever that lounge thing. chair. Yeah, not lounge. It's lounge chair. chair. I want lazy boy written on the side. Okay. Yeah. We've got Bobby. Nice to meet you, Bobby. I heard you come in before. You're, a, you're, a friend of Kurt. Yes, Mickey. As always, 
matriarch of Madeira. Here's Kurt. Hope well, I hope all is well, Kurt, and hopefully we'll see each other live soon. Yes. We got Martin. Nice to see you, Martin. Joseph, as always. I'm always a pleasure to see Joseph. He's been with us for a while, and uh, I appreciate it a lot, bro. Bill Churchman. Thank you, Bruno. He's got the he's got the aircraft carrier, lazy boy. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, we've got Jessica from oh from England. I thought she were from Scotland. No, England. Oh, all right, Northern England. Yeah, all right. Yeah, thought so. Nice to see you, honey. Thank you for your shares and Bruce as always. Yes. David S. There he is, David. I think you gave me, uh, you sent me a lot, a nice donation. I hope you have anyway, just being there. Thank you so much. It helps with the lavish lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Monet, Monet's iPhone. Nice. I, have, I don't know if I've met Monet. I'll have to see her. Kaiser as always. Yeah. Digging out those nuggets and all the statements. That's pretty good, Kaiser. Yeah. Jane G, my friend in Mill Valley. James Lebowski, one of our main men of uh, the Zen Bitch Slap Zoom world. He was there before the Zoom. Nice to see you, James. Sally, you, we're so happy to see what's happening, Sally. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, the knowing hides the being, yeah? Yeah, the being is where it's at. It's vision, not view. Yeah. Warren, Nevada. Is that Nevada? All right, Warren. Nice to see you, bro. You're not that far from me. Chris, Chris in Boston. I'm going to be seeing Chris, I hope, live. Yes. Mia, I'll, I'll be seeing Mia. That's, I'm sure of that sooner or later. Yes, he's down in San Diego. John S., Florida, as always. Thanks, John. Yes, remember, it's the diminishing of the mental condition is actually what reveals the awakeness of the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Carolyn, nice to see you, Carolyn. Where are you? Where do you live, Carolyn? L.A. Oh, LA. All right. Nice to see us. We may run into each other live. Kurt's down in Redondo Beach, and we always say we're going to come down there again. So, hey, hey we got so. Alex, Alex and Jacob. Yes, bro. We're going to, I'll see you when I'm over there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll figure something else. I have two nights open Wednesday, Thursday. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, I'm going to try to to talk to some local people I know in recovery and see if we can. Yeah, Vita, Vita, the lady that I do with Great Barrington, she's in Europe. So okay. I haven't heard back from her. So we'll probably try to set up Great Barrington. Too. Well, Mike's over there too, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can know. talk to him. All cool. right. All yeah. right. Andy, yes. Nice to see you, bro. Let's go to the second page. We've got uh, Steve Cole in San Diego. Oh, Karen Ray. Nice to see Karen. Yes. Hallie, she's outside. Alex, 
She's uh, not far from Jacob, I imagine. There she is. Nice to see you. Oh, the King Baby has appeared, Elysio. Thank you for your presence. Christine from Kona. Uh, I think uh, I got Roman. Oh, yeah, I can't miss Roman. Can't miss, miss Corey. Have I met you, Corey, before? Not yet. I spoke once, but I've, I live down in San Diego, too. Oh, all right. Well, nice to see you, Corey. Here. You too. Thank you, you so much. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Esther, as always. We got Greg. Dennis from Minnesota, too. I think we have a... Greg is, uh, has secured a, uh, uh, the beachfront. We're in, we're in Minneapolis now. Zen Bitch Slap is creeping in. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. All right, everyone. Hey, thank you. Thank you for all of us holding the space. And we'll see each other soon. We'll be here Saturday. All the stuff is on the website. If a meeting you're familiar with doesn't seem to be a, a, a mentioned, it's probably still on. Use any Zoom connection. It'll take you to the same Zoom meeting, same, same Zoom room. All right. They all take you to the same place. All right. Thanks, guys, so much. See you. Really thanks, Paul. Paul. See you guys. Bye, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody.